Is your spouse comfortable with the level of woo-woo that you connect with? This is a question that I get a lot from listeners, from TikTok followers, from all of the social media platforms, from students, from coaching clients. What does your husband think about what you do and is he okay with it or how do you explain it to him? And I think this is beyond just my relationship with my husband and this goes into our relationships with our significant others as an overall. Um, So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's get into this one. I'm your host, Catherine, and if you've been around here for a while, whether it's this podcast or following me on various social media platforms, then you know that yes, I'm a psychic medium, but some of the work that I pride myself in the most is in working with others one-on-one, helping to guide you to see and understand your own worth and what it is that you truly deserve. When we create this healthy relationship with healthy boundaries with ourselves, then all of our other relationships can start to fall into place where they belong. I help you to repair that relationship with yourself so that you can in turn have healthy relationships with anyone else who is in your life. And those healthy relationships don't always look like great relationships, but they definitely have more boundaries within them. If this sounds like something that you've been putting off or you feel that you feel like lost in and you don't really have any direction in how to connect with yourself like this, then click the link in the show notes and let's set up a conversation to see if this would be something that would be a good fit for you. And there is no better time to start setting boundaries than the holiday season. Okay, but speaking of boundaries, let's talk about significant others, whether this is a boyfriend or a a husband, a wife, whoever it is for you. The question about, number one, what does my husband think about what I do and how has he become okay with it? So there's something you have to understand about my husband, Mike. Mike is someone who nothing really shakes him, nothing really bothers him. And I won't say nothing, but most things don't really bother him. It has to be to get any level of shock out of that man. You got to try really hard. And I haven't quite done it yet. And I have done some pretty shocking things in, in our relationship and nearby him. And it just doesn't do it for him. Nothing can shock him. If you have suggestions, I'm open for pranks like anytime. We love to prank each other, but by we love to prank each other, I mean he always outpranks me and I am super grateful for a fantastic sense of humor on my side because it's usually pretty funny. I digress. My husband, when we first got married, actually talked about auras, <laughs> not him seeing them, but about having a barber who talked to him about like what color his aura was when he was in his late teens and how who he would be with would have a certain color aura. And and I mean, we know more about that now. And he and I have educated ourselves more on what that even means, right? Like your aura can change and, and all of that, which isn't what we're going to get into here. But he already had an open understanding of some sort of energetic principle, okay? He, was, he knew he was a Libra. He knew he was a Libra Virgo cusp, which I think is a really big deal because most men don't know their sign. Not most, or at least in my experience, they don't. Um, Or it's just like a joke, like, hey, baby, what's your sign? But he knew his sign. He knew his compatibility with my sign, which is an Aries Taurus cusp. We are just a world of opposites in this household. And he was always pretty open to it. 
Now, he does say this one thing that drives me. He says a lot of things that drive me crazy, but he does often say that he's Irish, so you can't read him. This is bull. Just so you know, he can absolutely be read, and I don't think it's just years of marriage, but he can be read. Anyway, when I asked him if he wanted to go see a psychic with me before I started coming out of the woo-woo closet, he was completely down to go and actually typically remembers more from what we're told than I do, which is just kind of me in a nutshell anyway. But long or long answer, long answer, not short answer there. He is very much open to any kind of energetic practice whatsoever. Uh, he's had Reiki done. And he he hasn't really said that he feels like any profound um, effect from it, but he definitely feels a little more relaxed after. I mean, so you take it as you will. He's open to it, though. And when he tells people what I do for a living, it might just be his his sheer joy and shocking other people. But he loves to tell people that I'm a medium and that I have a podcast about true crime. So he even... Even boast some stickers on his water bottle and coffee mug. So go, Mike. Any hoozy loosies. If you have a significant other who is not so supportive or kind of rolls their eyes at you about what it is that you're getting into and about the spiritual work that you're interested in, maybe you're just at the start of your spiritual journey where you were starting to experiment with oracle cards or tarot or you're learning a little bit more about numerology. Uh, you're dabbling into manifestation and you have a lot of questions and you're exploring more. Maybe you've started buying all the crystals and setting them around your house and charging them in the moonlight and he's just rolling his eyes at you. Or maybe he's not just rolling his eyes. Maybe he's being outwardly or she, excuse me, maybe they're being outwardly mean about it. And I want to say here a couple of things. Number one, I want to ask you, do you want your partner on this journey with you? Because if you do, that's a different story. If you just want them to respect what you do, that's a different story as well. If they are not listening or not partaking or not humoring you and like joining into this uh, spiritual journey that you're on, ask yourself if you really, truly want them along your side. Because I ask you this, if they are into something really into something like say they're super into like disc golf okay I don't know why but that's the first thing that comes to my head and so you can't stand disc golf it's like the most annoying sport in the world to you maybe because you're like I am and you completely lack any level of depth reception or hand-eye coordination and it's terrible right so your significant other just always wants you to play and you don't want to play right so he respects that you don't want to play and he doesn't drag you along. Instead, he goes and plays with other friends, or she, your significant other, goes and plays with other friends who really enjoy that game, and they have this separate thing apart from you that is their own thing that they get to experience with other people. And I would invite you to look at your spiritual journey that way. There are going to be pieces that fit into your relationship, and then there are going to be pieces that are just for you. So if you want to tell them, hey, I am working on growing my psychic gifts and they kind of grunt at you, give them space and time because it might sound a little out of left field, okay? You have to kind of allow people to warm up to that idea. And I'm not saying it, it's like you don't have to diminish who you are or what your interests are, but you do have to understand when you say something a bit shocking and give people the space to respond to it, right? In my experience, though, 
I have never stopped doing things that kind of shock my 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 poor mother, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> so when I told her, hey, I quit my job to work full time as a psychic medium, she was like, I wish you all the best. And honestly, I don't know for sure if she really like thought that this was something that I, I should pursue or not. But after our conversation, I felt really supported so if she was full of it, she did a good job being full of it. I had no idea. But she really supported what I was ready to do. And I I know my stepdad kind of thinks it's like a bunch of malarkey, but he also wouldn't be able to explain some things that I would be able to say. So I think for the most part, you have these men who are typically I'm being asked about men in a relationship not being supportive of this. How do I break it to them? How do I talk to them about it? So with my stepdad being the example, this is something that his mind can only lend so much credence to, okay? So you have to kind of meet them where they are. You don't want to be combative. You don't want to force it down their throat. You want to allow them to slowly work into your world, right? And let them learn little by little. Don't force it. Don't force it at all because it's going to leave a bad taste in their mouth. So with him, I will tell him about a reading I had where he'll, because he likes to say he thinks I'm very perceptive, which is a half truth. It really depends on the situation. Uh, but he'll say that I'm very perceptive and, I, and I'm a, a good, I'm good at reading people. Okay. Well, which number one is your intuition, but that's beside the point. I will bring up things like we have this use, we have this intuition, we have the ability to know what's coming just moments before, because back way back in the first days of the early people, when we were hunting and gathering, we had to have this intuitive sense of when danger was nearby, because by the time you saw whatever animal was going to hunt you down as prey, you were probably dead, right? So you needed to know and feel the shift in the energy, the danger, the whatever it was that was lurking around the corner for you, okay? And that is something that biologically we have sort of outgrown, um, you know, evolution and things. However, now it's starting to become more prevalent in people for a couple of reasons. And one of them being because we're tasked with so many things to do at every given moment of the day, we're probably doing about five things at a time, right? And when you're doing that, you don't have the ability to really fully focus on any one thing. And your intuition is kind of coming back into play to guide you to what is safe, what is important, what is not. So it really, your intuition started as a biological necessity thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, if you're hearing me pause and say thousands, millions, oh no, <laughs> Catherine didn't pay attention in science or history um, to some degree. I think it's important that you just relate it back to that scientific fact there. However, moving forward, if you want to look into the fact that the CIA employed spies that were psychic, they used people who did remote viewing, the Russians still do. I'm sure we still do as well. There are times where my husband would joke me with remote viewing and he would be like, oh, yeah, see where I am now. And it was so interesting because one building on base, I just I couldn't see into and it just made it. I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Like there was a reason that I couldn't. But anyway, because we're going to go down the rabbit hole here with someone who doesn't believe in this. It's not your job to teach them to believe in it. It's just your job to keep exposing them as far as it pertains to any conversation you want to have. So if it's something that's important to you, bring it up. Express the level of importance that it is to you and express how you really don't want to be made fun of over it and that it's sacred to you. It's important to you. And if they respect that, awesome. Now, if they're unwilling to respect that or they only want to make fun of you for that, despite whatever conversation you have, you might want to 
do a little reflecting on your relationship and the level of respect that there is there. Because even if my husband hasn't agreed with something that I have believed in or have decided I wanted to do for myself, he's been supportive of it, right? So I think it's really important that we have respect for one another and our beliefs and our views and our opinions. And I mean, across the board, this is outside of the woo-woo community as well, but it's so important that we carry that respect for one another. So if your spouse, your significant other isn't into it, then they're not into it. Now, if they're super religious or that I get this one a lot too, they're from a Catholic background. I just want you to ask them, what are they doing when they light those candles before service? I mean, that's a little witchy, just so you know. Anyway, you're not going to bust them. You're not going to break them down. They might slowly come around. And and I can't relate to this because, again, my husband literally brought home a book about Irish paganism the other day. I mean, and he's reading it. I did not order that for him. So it really all depends on how much you can talk to your spouse and how willing they are to set aside their beliefs just to respect yours. And that's really what it boils down to. Now, if you're looking for them to come alongside you and practice this with you, do you really want them there? How important is it to you? Do you want to enjoy it or do you want to be explaining it all the time? There are things that my husband will try to do with me within the woo-woo community that I wish he would step aside and let me just have this one thing, right? He's really good at reading tarot and it's actually very frustrating because I have a hard time memorizing the tarot rules and all that. However, that's why I use oracle cards. Anyway, the way that your significant other receives it, I think it speaks more about your relationship than it does about their belief in spirit. Um, besides that in other relationships with other people, how do you handle coming out of the woo woo closet? So to speak again, it's, it think, I think of it almost as like religion. Some people, you don't really talk about religion with everyone and it is a big part of our lives. So for me, when I meet someone, I will typically say like, Oh, I I'm in energy work or I'm a life coach is what I often start with. And I feel it out a little bit. Is this person going to be comfortable with it? Are they wearing like a rosary around their necks? Do they have a cross with Jesus on the crucifix right there? I'm probably not going to open up about it. What are their core beliefs? And then I start to to get in there and talk about it because I don't want to just come up to someone and say, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, you're in software development. That's really cool. Oh, no, I'm a psychic medium. And now they've decided that I must be crazy, right? I like them to get to know me and then go, oh, shit, that's what you do? That's crazy. And then maybe they still feel there's a little something off about it, but it doesn't quite make sense to them and they're not sure what they think anymore. That's more my goal. Let them question their own perception of reality and let them come to their own conclusions. Um, it might sound like a cop out, but that's the way that I've been doing it. And it makes me feel the most comfortable as far as parents and that sort of thing to gauge it. Are you comfortable sharing this with them or would you rather keep it to yourself? Some things are best left to yourself. You know, the people around you best. And as you come into the holidays too, it's important to remember that while you're gathering with all of these people who may not have the same ideas is you do the same values or the same beliefs around energy and all of that, you can expose them. You can't necessarily convert them. Okay. So talk about it, but set a boundary of when this is, when you feel like you're being attacked or when you're being belittled, it's time to end the conversation and it's time to get some fresh air. It's time to go to the bathroom and ground yourself. It's time to take some deep breaths or Whatever it is that brings you that peace, maybe go hide with the kids. That's what I typically do. Like, I'm not crazy about hiding at the kids' table or anything like that, but kids are so much nicer than adults at most family gatherings and funnier. You just never know what they're going to say, right? Or I go find the dogs. 
go find the dogs and I pet them. Typically, it's bouncing back and forth between the two of them. And I'll go find my person there who I can connect with and chat with and feel like I'm not going to be made fun of. And it's to me, it's more worth my sanity to just grit my teeth and get through it than it is to try to make them understand who I am and what I do. So I hope that this helps anyone in their spiritual journey coming close to the holidays, knowing that other people don't necessarily hold the same beliefs and values that you do. And remember that it's not your job to make them believe how you believe. It's your job to take care of you and yourself and your mental health during the holiday season. As far as your significant others go, you can guide them to it. You can show them what you're doing, but you can't make them buy into it either until they've had their own experiences sometimes. And with that, my friends, thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you on Monday with another episode of Murder and Mediumship. 